This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, October 26, 2007. I'm Caleb Brown. As wildfires reclaim large pieces of California, how should those fires have been prevented? Should they have been prevented? Cato Institute senior fellow Randall O'Toole says funding for the U.S. Forest Service has distorted many incentives for individuals to protect their own homes from fires. He says the Forest Service has become merely a fire service. Fires are in a forest ecosystem that is uh, adapted to burn every 30 to 50 years. And so it's entirely expected to see these fires go on. What's different is that the Forest Service has essentially made a promise to Congress that it's going to keep houses from burning down. And so Congress has given the Forest Service a virtual blank check to put out fires. And that's essentially distorted the whole process. We have uh, everybody's incentives are all wrong because of this. Uh, fundamentally, the problem is too much money. So because the Forest Service has too much money, it's spending it in all the wrong places. And meanwhile, the homeowners in places like San, the San Diego area or Orange County or San Bernardino County uh, are building homes in, in fire-prone areas and not taking the steps necessary to keep their homes from being very flammable. The Forest Service having promised that they'll put out the fires, people figure, well, why do we have to worry about whether our roofs are made of wood or metal? Why do we have to worry about whether we have trees growing up against our houses or whatever? A few neighborhoods have taken the steps necessary to do that. Uh, Some neighborhoods have adopted policies called shelter-in-place, which say uh, they've made their homes so fire-resistant, they made the vegetation around it so fire-resistant, that the safest place to be in a fire is in the home. It's actually safer to stay in your home than it is to evacuate. And the question is, why haven't we done this to more homes? And the answer is, because we've got too much money going into the wrong places. What do you see as the proper role of the Forest Service in combating these fires? I think the Forest Service should get out of the job of combating fires. I think we should uh, put the Forest Service, turn the Forest Service into a Forest Service instead of a fire service, which is what it's become. Uh, Right now, Many national forests are spending 60 to 70% of their entire budgets on fire. Uh, and there's a lot of other things that the Forest Service needs to manage. So they need to manage watersheds, they need to manage range, they need to manage recreation, they need to manage hunting and fishing. And if they're putting all their money into fire, these other resources are being neglected. So instead of making the Forest Service into a fire service that gets to spend billions of dollars every year pretending to suppress fires when actually these fires are going to burn no matter what. The forests are ecologically adapted to burn. They're going to burn. So instead of giving the Forest Service billions of dollars to pretend to suppress fires, let the fires burn and let's design our neighborhoods, our communities to be resistant from fire. You said the Forest Service had essentially made a promise to Congress. How did that come about? Well, back in 1908, Congress actually gave the Forest Service, which at that time was only three years old, a literal blank check to suppress fires. And this blank check essentially said, Forest Service, when there's a fire, go out and spend all the resources you need to put out the fire, and we will reimburse you at the end of the year. And so when big fires came, and the first big fires came just two years later in in, in 1910, the Forest Service spent its entire budget the, all the money Congress had given it, putting out fires, and Congress reimbursed them. So they knew that they would always be able to spend all the money they needed. 
And the result was the, for, the Forest Service took on this mentality of suppression is the only way to treat fires. They actually penalized private landowners who were trying innovative techniques of using light burns to remove uh, fuel buildups to, to keep their forests from becoming fire prone. They would penalize these landowners. They would call them vandals. They would call them uh, arsonists and, and try to keep any federal funds from going to their areas to help it with fire protection. Uh, and so uh, many states, particularly in the South, where forests do need uh, frequent light burns to keep them from becoming fire prone, uh, were kept out of the Forest Service's uh, uh, coalition of uh, fire protection districts that it had in many other parts of the country. Uh, by 1950, the Forest Service had given up on its opposition to frequent light burns or, or prescribed burns, but it still was in a mentality aimed at suppressing fires. In 1978, Congress repealed the blank check law and just started giving the Forest Service a fixed amount of money for fires, and this resulted in some budgetary measures that led the Forest Service to save money on fire. Instead of uh, pouring money on a fire to try to put it out, they would be a little more cautious. And it did lead, lead to some improvements in management. The Forest Service began to experiment with prescribed fire, began to experiment with actually letting fires burn if a fire started in an area that was distant from anybody's uh, town or habitation. Um, but in 1987 and 1988, there were some severe fires in California and Alaska and, of course, the Yellowstone fires. And the Forest Service went so much into debt uh, paying those fires. They, they had borrowed money from their reforestation funds to, to suppress those fires. that They went back to Congress and said, well, we aren't going to be able to reforest land unless you reimburse that fund. So Congress in 1990 did which essentially put the Forest Service back in the blank check mode. Now it's a virtual blank check because Congress knows, or the Forest Service knows that it'll always get reimbursed, but uh, it's, it's still a blank check. So the Forest Service spends, in, in the last 15 years alone, Forest Service spending has quintupled on fire. It's gone from about $400 million a year to almost $2 billion a year that they spend on fire. And... Uh, uh, re the Forest Service recently told Congress that fire is a natural part of the landscape, but catastrophic fire is not. And if you keep giving us money, we'll prevent any catastrophic fires from taking place. Well, that's simply a lie. In most of the South, it's true. Catastrophic fire was rare because they would have these frequent light fires. But in most of the West, the forests are ecologically adapted to having catastrophic fires. In the Pacific Northwest, those fires might be every 500 years. But in Southern California, they would be, take place every 30 to 50 years. So we see lots of these fires every single year in Southern California. Now, the big irony is that just a couple of weeks ago, the Secretary of Agriculture gave the Forest Service an award for exemplary efforts in, in reducing wire, wildfire and protecting homes. It's like the, the Secretary is saying, heck of a job, Smokey. And now we see these huge fires, and uh, actually even before the Southern California fires started, the fires in 2007 had already burned twice as many acres as the average number of acres burned in the previous 20 years. In fact, 
Ever since Congress passed what's called the Healthy Forest Act in 2003, the number of acres burned every year has been more than 8 million acres, whereas it had only once exceeded 8 million acres in the previous 60 years and averaged only 4 million acres. So the Forest Service is letting far more acres burn, not letting them burn. We're seeing far more acres burn, uh, and we're seeing far more homes being damaged. Even before the, the recent fires in Southern California, nearly 2,000 homes have been burned this year alone. Uh, and the Forest Service is not making the efforts needed to stop that. Instead, is putting its money in, in other activities that will not cost-effectively protect people's homes. Randall O'Toole is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. You can read Randall O'Toole's recent analysis of the U.S. Forest Service, The Perfect Firestorm. It's available for download at our website, cato.org.